0: Harry and the Pirates. Sung King, China. A hotel room, a Chinese general. He sits in a chair, his eyes fastened on the muzzle of a gun, in the steady hand of the beautiful Burma. Crouched in another chair is little April King. That's the scene that awaits us in today's transcribed adventure. So stand by for action. Terry and the Pirates is brought to you by the makers of Libby's Pineapple Juice, one of Libby's hundred famous foods. By this time, boys and girls, probably somebody in your gang has got a periscope, a shiny red and black periscope like the one Terry uses in the show. If so, you've seen what a really tricky affair it is, how you can see around corners with it, and find out what's going on behind you without turning your head. And you've discovered too that this swell periscope has lots and lots of special features. Why, it tells you how to use two exciting secret codes, and how to fly secret code messages to your friends at night. I'll bet you've got a big laugh out of that amazing picture of Big Soup, too. And say, did you try those two new games you can play with it? Well, if you have seen this cherry scope and I sure hope you have, you'll be itching to know how you can get one for yourself. And that's what I'm going to tell you now. It's plenty easy. Every single one of you kids listening in can get a cherry scope for your very own. Now, here's all you do. Get one label from a can of Libby's tomato juice, And one from Libby's Pineapple Juice. You know, those grand juices I've been telling you about on the show? Why, gosh, more than likely, your mother's got some in the house right now. Well, you get those two Libby labels, and on the back of one, print your full name and address and give your age. Then put the two labels in an envelope along with ten cents and mail it to Terry in care of Libby's, Chicago, Illinois. I'll give you the address again. It's Terry in care of Libby's in Chicago. Libby's is spelled L-I-B-B-Y-S. So that's all you do to get a terescope. It's just mail one dime and two Libby's labels, and boy, oh boy, will you get a big, wonderful dime's worth. A terescope exactly like the one you've been hearing so much about in the show. One you can look over tall fences with and use to play G-Man and Submarine. A terescope with eight extra special features, including brand new exciting games, and the identical Chinese code that Terry taught to Connie and Big Soup. Well, I guess anybody would be keen to get a Terry scope like that. So send for yours right away. Check up on those Libby's labels right after the show. One from Libby's tomato juice, and one from Libby's pineapple juice. If they're not in the pantry or in the icebox, ask Mother if you can't run over to the store and get them. And then take off the labels, print your name, age, and address on one, and mail them along with ten cents. The address you send them to is Terry, in care of Lizzie, Chicago, Illinois. And now, Terry and the Pirates. (laughs) Chongqing, China. Terry Lee and Pat Ryan arrived in a car they had taken from Mr. Keel, one of the Dragon Lady's men. At the airport, they met Jude Hennig. Who was rushing to a nearby hotel because he felt that Burma and April King were in danger. So Pat took charge of the precious radio transmitter, which they had recovered from the Dragon Lady, while Carrie and Guild swung into action. Using the periscope scope from the roof of the hotel, they were able to see into the room. They saw Burma holding a gun on a man in an officer's uniform. A few minutes later, Guild phoned the room. Hey, that's funny. No answer? No. The right room number, room 611. Why, we just looked through the window of that room not more than five minutes ago from the roof. Now there's no answer. Come on, dude, this is the time for action. Let's go and see what's happening in that no, room. Oh, wait. There's a couple of lads loafing in the hall outside of Phil and Bremer's room. We'll have to trick them away from the door first. So, what could have happened in five minutes, dude? We saw both girls, and Bremer was pointing a gun at that Chinese officer. Well, they can't have left the room, Terry. They must still be there. Then, when you just called on the phone from this room, why didn't someone answer? Well, I don't know. Now, look, we'll have to get those lads away from outside the door. And we'll have to get them clear out of the way. Here's what we'd better do, Terry. Then we can enter Burma's room and find out. Yes, Burma pointed a short, ugly-looking weapon at General Chang and told him to sit in the chair and behave. But why didn't she answer the telephone when Jude Henry call room 611? Well, let's find out right now. It's a few minutes before the phone calls. Let's go to room
1: 611 in time to hear Burma say...
2: Just sit quietly. We'll wait here until Mr. Hennig comes.
1: You will not shoot me, madam.
2: I'll uh, change your mind about that if you so much as wiggle that mustache.
1: Okay, the cater General, is very safe.
2: Yeah, for the General. April? Yes, Burma? Uh, move your chair closer to the hall door. And climb out and take a look over the transom. See what you can see out in the hall, huh?
3: All right. At least I wish i had that periscope now. It would
2: come in handy.
3: I can't
2: see anything. You sure?
3: Well, nothing
1: but a shadow of somebody a little farther down the hall. Looks not the shadow of a man? just standing there. Oh. Friendly, General? I have a you, madam. I come here on serious business. and you have Now, look, General. You
2: said you'd talk to Mr. Dune Hennig, and he told you to come up here and get that valuable radio transmitter. Well, Dune knows we haven't got it. You never talked to him. You're a phony for my money, and if I'm wrong, I'll
1: apologize. Shall
3: I stand up here on the chair and look out in the hall anymore? Oh
1: dear. I wish this was over. That will be very simple, madam. Give me the gun and give me the radio device and we'll have no more trouble. Here we are. Give me the gun. Don't get out
2: of that chair. I warn you.
1: You will not dare to Stay shoot. Stay back. Stay away from me. You will not shoot me or Oh right,
3: you ask for trouble? Oh, yes. ow. ow. Now,
1: oh I hate to twist your pretty wrist. Oh. But a gun is not becoming in the oh. hand of a beautiful oh. woman. go!
3: Oh. I can't stand and
1: the book. But can I stay here? You stay right here and remain quiet. Both <laughs> are you. Now then, how are you going to deliver the small way down to my hand the matter of fake and be done with it?
2: You know, General, you're a crook. I bet the driver may put
1: you up to this. There's no time to discuss the thing. Now then, we waste time. Oh, stay the phone.
3: I've got to ask you. Stay where you
1: are. Nobody will answer the phone. We have other things to do. Give me the radio, transmitter, and you shall not be harmed. I promise you
0: they will. And that is how it happened that when Jude Hennig phoned Bummer and April's room, there was no answer. So now let's join Jude and Terry as they stand at the stairway leading up to the sixth floor. Jude says, now look, Harry. I have a room directly across the hall from room 611 from where April and Burma are. Yeah. Okay. We know there's two fellows hanging around up there in the hall. Must be pals of the chap who's in there with the girl. Okay, but... What do we do? Well, I'm telling you that. <laughs> You're a pretty high school lad, but I'm going to carry you upstairs. what I got my the door Oh, I'm supposed to be hurt, huh? That's right. hope that stunt will work. If it does, will clear the hall and have no trouble with anybody but the man in room 611. Okay. Lift me up. Uh... How are you going to carry her like this? You're a pretty husky lad. There's packed full of vitamins, huh? Uh, Go easy, dude. If you fall back down these steps, I'll have all the vitamins knocked out of it. Here we go. Remember, you've been injured, and I'm trying to get you into my room. Have it? Got it. Those birds up there will only fall for this trick. Yeah. All I want them to do is lend a hand to get the door open, and then when we get them inside... Well, now for the big push. hey they are. And here's the girls' one. Setting up. Hey, uh, buddy.
1: you lend me a hand to this guy? Yeah, what's the
0: matter with him? I don't know yet. Looks pretty bad. One of you guys help me. I want to get him into this room. I'm all in from lugging him up here. Yeah, sure.
1: Hey, Gilly, come here. This guy's hurt.
0: Yeah, he's my buddy. He's gotten a jam in the street. Where's your key? I'll unlock your door. Here it is. Thanks. Try to make any trouble, but... Okay, okay. You shouldn't be in the hall right now anyway. Uh, you, uh... Why not help me with this bed. It's like a ton of bricks. I'm helping. Slide him down. Easy now. Give me an arm while I get him across to the bed. You better stay in your room, bug for a while. Uh, sure we will. Hey. Hey, what is are you... Hey, you lads are going to stay in here for a while, see? Tell it.
1: Now, wait a minute. Hold on. You
0: listen and listen hard. You boys stay in this room. Hey, that's how you heard. I'll shoot right through the pocket of this coat if you open your mouth. it. Yeah, dude? Search these two be quick. must be on. Yeah. There they are.
1: Hey, Each
0: dude. one has a gun. Yeah, good. One for you and one for me. All right. Go on. Get out in the hall. Oh, yeah. Before I forget, I'll yank those phone wires loose. Just so they can't call for help. Hey, what's this all about? Who are you guys? What's I'll you? tell you later. But you and your pal be quiet or I'll come back here and... Shut the door. Sir. Yeah, good enough. Now, let's move across to the girls' room and see if... Okay, what do we do? Knock or what? No, look. You knock and say you have a message for April Kane. I ought to get some kind of an answer. Okay. But... Golly, my heart's beating like a punching bag. Well, here it goes. Who? Oh. Who is it? Message from this April
2: Kane.
3: You're yes. oh, Not this
0: time. not i you Hey, get it guns, Harry. Get it done, you... Hey, you... Sorry, i, I know. Don't let him break oh. hey, oh. wait, wait, I'll <sighs> well, you. we're in a good sad little hurry. Hey. Whoever well, they taught you to tap people on the head with a handle of a gun.
2: Oh, dear. Did I do it, You oh, were well, wonderful, dear.
0: Hey, Shut the door, Harry. Yeah. The shop side of the distance may bring some people up here. <clears throat> Now, what is all
2: this? Well, first, Mr. Henick, take a look at that unconscious gentleman. Do you know him?
0: No. Never saw him before in my life. Why? I thought so.
2: This man said he was General Chang. Well, he isn't.
0: I know General Chang very well. He's the army man who wants to buy the radio transmitter. Oh
2: here. Everything is so mixed up. Oh, no, it isn't. This man must be one of the dragon Lady's gang.
0: Yeah, and so are the two men locked in the room across the hall. He
2: came here and wanted to buy the invention. Then he got tough, and I made him sit still. Oh, he grabbed the gun and made us be quiet. Oh, and
0: when I called her on the phone a few minutes ago, that's why you couldn't answer, huh? That's right. Well, now what? Cat, boy, what are you doing in Chongqing? Cat and I just got in. He's outside waiting for us. He's got the transmitter with him. What
2: happened? I mean, how
3: did he get
0: here with Later, April. Later. This is no time for easy conversation.
2: Yeah, we better move out of here, huh? Yeah, but what about this big general and those two men in the hall in the other
0: room? Yeah, let's forget them. They'll be found sooner or later.
2: But
3: where are we going? Oh, dear. Just like every way we turn, the dragon motor gets in our way. Well, we'll
0: get out of here, find Pat Ryan, and we'll all fly to the secret headquarters of the Chinese Army near the Kunlun Mountains. We'll see the real General Chang and get rid of that portable radio transmitter. It's getting too hot to handle. You said it! Yes, that's the wisest move to get rid of the invention and thus get through of any more trouble with the woman bandit leader. Ah, but that's easier said than done. I'll explain what I mean in just a moment. Gosh, Ted, that Terry Scope sure means a lot to our friends in the show, doesn't it? And believe you me, your Terry Scope will mean a lot to you. You know, yours will do every single thing that Terry's does. It has to because it was modeled after Terry's in every detail. Well, the only difference is that the one you'll get is a brand new, keen-looking one. It's decorated with pictures of Terry and Cap and Burma and Connie and an extra special picture of Big Chief. And don't forget those secret codes and exciting new games that you can't get anyplace else in the world except on the periscope. You know, it's really amazing that you can get a periscope like this for only 10 cents in cash. The only reason you can is that Libby has made it possible. You need a couple of Libby's labels, too, of course. One from Libby's tomato juice and one from Libby's pineapple juice. Print your name and address on the back of one label and give your aid. Then mail the two labels and ten cents to Terry in care of Libby, Chicago, Illinois. And it won't be long until you get the thrill of a lifetime. Your Terry will come and, boy, will you have fun. Send for it right away. You hear that? That's Jude Hennig's American-made plain. And flying over the invader's lines and trying to dodge a barrage of anti-aircraft fire. And our friends are in it. That's only part of the big drill awaiting you on tomorrow's Transides Adventure. So stand by for the nation's number one action show of the year.